Welcome to the Money GPS. You came here for the truth, so let me unveil that for you. Inflation, it's all around. I've talked about it a thousand times before. I'm thinking about renaming the channel to the Inflation GPS. Well, not quite, but I think today it is very important to see what's happening with people in response to that inflation. That will be the first thing just showing us that what's happening with the migration patterns has only just begun. The second thing is the inflation situation, what's happening specifically. We'll talk about China, we'll look at Russia and many other factors there. And the third is the central banks and what they have been doing. I've got all of that and more. Let's begin right here. Flight from big cities increased increases despite you're seeing what had happened through 2020, the number of home buyers relocating from coastal cities like San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, and Seattle to more affordable areas to beat inflation and working from home. So these are the factors here. We've been talking about it all along. None of this will probably be a surprise to anybody, but I'm going to show you the map. I will give you all the details. And then what's important is what's underlying all of this. So I'm going to give you all of that today. Stick with me right here. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up button if you want to support this channel. A report shows that 32% of Redfin, Redfin users were looking to move to a different metropolitan area in the first quarter of 2022. That is up we're talking about record numbers okay this is not you know 50 people moving we're talking about record numbers you can see the population trends this really corroborates with other data that i've shown you before it's not just redfin but i've shown you this same exact thing over and over again using all different pieces of information so you could see this right now with rising mortgage rates with inflation running hot what the people do well they essentially run out of that disposable income wherever they're living and they have to go to a place that's cheaper if they're working from home it's a lot easier now moving costs are not cheap they're definitely not cheap but maybe they can you know do that one time move and then get to a cheaper place we are looking at cities very small cities towns even that people are moving from into these smaller areas and just driving the prices up considerably a lot of individuals being very upset i was just talking to a gentleman from uh, south carolina today uh, a friend of mine and um, essentially what he was saying is the same thing happening there where you get a lot of people moving into this area prices go up high and then suddenly there's resentment of the people that were there before saying hey you know, we don't make that much money in this area. We can't afford that new price of the house. This is not right. But that's what's happening right now. Where are U.S. homebuyers moving? Top cities people are leaving. This isn't a surprise, like I said. San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, Washington, D.C., Seattle, and Boston are all on here. This is just comparing the basically year over year when you look at Q1 of 2021 as well as over to Q2 of 2022. So, you know, about that year time frame, what has happened over the period, as you can see some areas, you know, more significant than others. Okay. So when you see San Francisco, it's pretty obvious what's happening. More people are allowed to work from home. A lot of these tech companies are saying permanent work from home situation. So what does that mean? I don't want to pay $4,000 for rent. I'm getting out of here. And that's what they're doing. At the same time, you've got a lot of problems in areas like San Francisco and LA, among others. Okay, and people don't want that. They'll stay for the job if that's what they have to do, but suddenly work from home, I'm, I'm gone. It's the top cities that people are moving to. I've covered this a thousand times before. On the top of the list, Miami. 
next, Phoenix, then we have Tampa, Sacramento, Las Vegas, and Cape Coral. Now, this is just important because it shows us the, the trends. You could see it here on the map. Same information, just showing us that people are leaving San Francisco. They're going to Seattle, another expensive place that others are going out of. That could be just part of the tech trend. And also they're going to Sacramento because they can live reasonably close, I guess, and they uh, you know get a cheaper place. Looking at people from LA, they're going to Phoenix, Arizona being one. They're going to Vegas. Why? It's relatively close. A few hour drive, they're there. And at the same time, they can have a, you know, a much, much lower cost of living. New York to Tampa and Miami, that is a very typical move to say the least. We have this, U.S. cities, which saw their populations rise and fall between 2020 and 2021. Those trends continued, by the way, into 2022. The red is, of course, declining, green being gained. And you look at this, for those who are listening and not uh, watching, you will see that it's the same names as you would expect. Miami actually lost, which is the interesting one in this case here. And what's happening is simply that people that just cannot take the the fact that the rent prices increased 58%. 58% in a two-year period. Now, what's that going to do? Of course, it's going to push a lot of the people out, but there's still so many people moving in, okay? It's important to see that all. You look at San Francisco down, LA down, but other places like Phoenix, like Dallas, and Austin, and Houston are all gaining, okay? And we have this, which will connect us into part two. It is the U.S. consumer prices inflation, March 2022, 8.5%. Measure it using the true inflation, T-R-U inflation, or actually true inflation numbers, excuse me, true inflation. And that will give you a much better indicator. You've got shadow stats doing their own calculations. It's all dependent on you, the individual. But of course, prices are too high, people move out. Now let's take a look right now as you can see what's going on with fertilizer. This is important. All right. Union Pacific curtails fertilizer shipments, delaying deliveries and preventing new rail orders from being taken. This is not what we need. This is absolutely not what we need right now. Okay? So CF Industries, a leading global manufacturer of hydrogen and nitrogen products, today informed customers that serves by Union Pacific Rail Lines that railroad-mandated shipping reductions would result in nitrogen fertilizer shipment delays during the spring application season, and that would be unable to accept new rail sales involving Union Pacific for the foreseeable future. Okay, that's just one example. But look at what's happening right now. We've been talking about fertilizer. This is one very significant part of the, of the big picture. Prices are rising considerably. Food prices are up. The availability of certain products have declined. We are in for a world of hurt. And yet, most people, they want to deny it. They want to ignore it. They want to pretend that nothing is happening. But when ever in history has putting your head in the sand done well for you never it's never going to be a good idea okay being attentive being aware 
being intelligent and knowledgeable is always going to benefit you even when it hurts china is locking down more and more and more cities and i think if i'll have time I'll try and cover that. Uh, but what we're looking at right now is quite significant to see that they are starting to lock down. That's going to, uh, you know, I'm dealing with this myself. When you look at the products that need to move out of Shanghai, that becomes difficult when the port is locked down. So it has to move over to Ningbo. Ningbo is then doubled up. And so the products moving out of there are taking three months to get from Shanghai all the way to the U.S. That is very, very crazy. I mean, I didn't experience problems in 2020, not really much in 2021. Now it's starting to be a problem. It's weird. It's strange to say the least. Tesla staring down 40,000 lost EVs due to Shanghai lockdown. So this is affecting big companies. Okay, Tesla being one of those. So you lock down the factory. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to have an impact, right? I mean, no, uh, no questions there. That's for sure. Now let's look at this one issue that will connect me into a few things. Russia boosted yuan holdings over dollar just before the invasion. So they were getting fancy behind the scenes, apparently. Shift in foreign currency reserves made to minimize the fallout from the sanctions. They're not silly. They know what they're doing. They knew exactly what they would be in for. Russia rebalanced its foreign currency reserves before invading Ukraine, devoting a larger, devoting a larger share to the Chinese yuan over the US dollar in an apparent attempt to reduce Moscow's exposure to the economic sanctions. You know, that's part of it, of course, when you want to do bilateral trade. You would always have reserves of that particular country with you. They increase those reserves. At the same time, we are watching the sanctions take hold. This is, is definitely having an impact on the country. But that country, Russia, has such you know, a, a big hold on Europe in particular that they're not going to be able to do away with Russia as they would hope. At least not in the short term or at least not without causing some major collapse in Europe. This map here from Bloomberg is just showing us the central banks around the world and what they've been doing with interest rates. Okay, Canada just hiked interest rates by 50 basis points. Who else did that? New Zealand did that. We had Singapore doing that. We had, uh, who else was doing that? Uh, well, Argentina. <laughs> My goodness, the, the increase. Um, and then it's just showing us 500, like if you, if you see this area here, 500 basis points. 250, 100, and so on. 50 basis points, you can get that right here in that color zone, which is Canada and others. Just looking at this all around the world and these countries that have been increasing and the significance of the rate increases, it looks like this will create demand destruction. Remember that, DD, okay? Perfectly executed uh, with, with my trackpad right here. It's important to see that. And... This is one thing that I wanted to touch on really quickly. You've probably heard about Elon Musk trying to buy out Twitter and this and that. We'll see what happens with it. He offered 5420. Many people have referenced the, the 420, which was what he said, you know, taking Tesla private at $420 a share. But uh, one point I, I thought was very interesting, two, two actually, I'll make this one first. This is the only time Twitter has been above 54.20 since its inception. So they basically said, no, 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 we don't want 54.20, it's not enough. This 
like so 24 imagine 2014 or 2013 it launches okay it's it's ipo it's in the red or or i shouldn't say in the red but you know it's not looking good for that period of time briefly in 2014 it's up above that area 54 then in 2021 or you know a good portion of the year it's above 5420 and then what the rest of the entire time, it's been a publicly traded company. It's been below that number. I just thought it was interesting. That's all. I just thought it was interesting. Hey, let me know what you think. As well as, I'm not going to dare try to pronounce this name, but um, bin, uh, bin Talal bin Abdulaziz, so Alawid, I don't know, I don't know, there's a lot of names there, but basically the one individual who came out tweeted back to Elon Musk saying, no, 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 this deal is not right, we're one of the biggest shareholders and so on. Isn't it interesting that the last time there was any recorded ownership of Twitter was back in 2018? Now maybe it's under you know the government now of Saudi Arabia and so on. Uh, and so he doesn't, you know, you know what happened with the whole, uh, you know, the holding them hostage and everything. Maybe they took away the the assets from them. I don't know. But anyway, um, I just thought it was interesting to say the least that there's no actual recorded ownership by this individual uh, with regards to Twitter. But I, I, I found it strange to say the least. Anyway, something weird is going on. That's the only reason I point this out. Something very strange that's going on, okay? I'm going to keep an eye on it. I don't know if it's significant to you. If you want to know more about it, I, I'm sure you'll probably find out before I can even make that video. But if you want me to touch on these type of things as well, let me know. Let me know in the comments down below. I'm always attentive. If you haven't seen the previous video, I talked about retirement. I talked about unretirement, people having to go back into the workforce. If you haven't seen that video, it's the one previous to this. Definitely check that out. Very few people watch it. Uh, so I suggest checking it out. If you haven't already hit that thumbs up button, hit the thumbs down button if you want to as well. If you didn't like the video, it's important to do that to share your feedback one way or the other. All right. I'll see you on the next one. Take care.